Today's episode of Transform Your Workplace is brought to you by Zenium HR. Learn more about Zenium's complete HR plus payroll solution and all of the e-learning and virtual workshop opportunities at zeniumhr.com. Today's episode is also brought to you by swag.com and you can learn more about swag.com about halfway through the show. Well, I'm excited for today's conversation. It's with Aaron Rubens. Aaron is the CEO and co-founder of Kudo Board. And when you consider a list of all of the things that could possibly transform a workplace culture for the better, I put recognition and appreciation near the top of the list. It's so important to me. I think it's so important for a workplace culture to have a value of recognition and appreciation for one another. We're all humans working inside of an organization, uh, unless you're full of robots. But most of organizations are built mostly of human beings, and it takes recognition and appreciation to make sure that we have a positive uh, relationship with one another and to make sure that we're constantly working and moving in the same direction. What I appreciated about this conversation with Aaron is there was a ton of takeaways for how to recognize and appreciate people the correct way. There's ideas for how to honor and recognize your employees on a scalable way, especially amid this weird environment where we've got in-person, we've got remote work, hybrid, all of it, right? So having a streamlined way to recognize people is kind of hard to come by. And Aaron has some great ideas around that. So you're going to get a lot out of this. There's a lot of great takeaways. And I appreciated everything that Aaron brought to this table. So enjoy today's podcast with Aaron Rubens, CEO and co-founder of Kudo Board. It's a pleasure to have you on Transform Your Workplace. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Brandon, thanks so much for having me. Good to be here. So you're an expert in in the whole recognition and appreciation thing. And I'm curious if you've seen gaps that exist inside workplaces when it comes to recognizing and appreciating others. What what have you seen with organizations where they just they fall short? Yeah, it's a, it's a great question. So one of the big things that I saw it at an organization I worked at a long time ago is that a lot of the sort of special occasions, so things like birthdays, work anniversaries for all, was just very ad hoc. So it kind of meant that like, if a colleague of yours happened to think you were great, then maybe they'd do something for you. But they didn't really have like any systems in place to deal with it. And that wasn't really the reason Kudo Board, uh, my company started, but it was definitely a gap that we saw. And, and, you know, a lot of software now really focuses more on the like peer-to-peer recognition, but doesn't do a great job on on special occasions. That's what I always find with appreciation recognition programs is that there's just a lack of consistency. Like some managers may do it really well and just go all out for their employees. But then there's, there's no systematic approach for other managers who are like, wow, they're doing it good, but I'm not like, I'm not good with ideas or like trying to recognize my people, but like a, a systematic approach seems to make more sense. Don't you think? No, absolutely. And you know, I think the challenge is it's on one hand, you want it to feel systematic enough where you know everyone's kind of getting appreciated who deserves to be appreciated and all that kind of stuff. But on the other hand, 
the more systematic and formulaic it feels, mm. the less authentic. Meaningful. Yeah. And so that that's really the paradox, right? It's like, how do you have something that is both easy enough that it can be used and is used by everyone, but also special enough where people actually care when they're recognized? Yeah. <laughs> and it, right. is, it is sort of a, a challenge. Yeah. Is there a form of recognition that you feel works really well? Or is, I mean, is it a customized approach based on the employee? One thing that we've given a lot of thought to at, at Kudo Board is sort of, you know, intrinsic versus extrinsic appreciation, recognition, things like that. So, you know, th- there are a ton of options out there. And, and this existed, you know, before software, where it's, you know, hey, great job, Sarah, here's a $20 gift card to go along with that great job. And we've sort of stayed away from that up until now, where we've really focused more on the sort of, hey, how can we allow people to give authentic appreciation, really focus on what the message is that someone's giving. So as opposed to focusing it around, you know, a point system, a leaderboard, rewards that go with it, et cetera. And that doesn't mean there's not a place for those things. It just, again, I think it can make it feel a little bit more formulaic as opposed to natural. Uh, But again, you know, it's, it's sort of different, Different organizations benefit from different things. And I think ultimately, like, if people aren't being compensated well, if they don't have, like, the benefits in place, et cetera, then some of this other thing can just feel like window dressing. (laughs) You know, it's great. You got this great little, you know, recognition thing. But if I'm not being paid at market, I'm not being appreciated in that way, then, then who really cares? So so you mentioned Kudo Board. So you are the CEO and co-founder of Kudo Board. And full disclosure for listeners, Zenium, who I represent, we are Kudo Board customer and we subscribe to it, use it very frequently. And maybe first off, Aaron, would you describe the tool for listeners? And then we can, I want to dive a little deeper on it. For sure. So, you know, Kudo Board began really as a, a replacement for the card that's passed around and signed. So think on like birthdays, work anniversaries, farewells, get wells, maternity leave, you name it, where you'd want to allow a bunch of people to collaborate and then give someone kind of appreciation on these special days. You can use Kudo Board. And it's always had sort of a, a home in remote and hybrid workplaces, basically where the entire workforce isn't in the same office five days a week. So you just physically can't pass a card around. And certainly, you know, when COVID came and that just became a more common thing, Kudo Board grew along with that. And and even now, as we've seen a lot of teams transition from remote back to hybrid, that that growth has sort of continued because there's just so few that are going to be in the office every single day of the week, every single person. So that's kind of where Kudo Board started. More recently, you know, on our sort of business and enterprise side, in addition to that piece, we also offer the ability to do, you know, shout outs, company events things like that. So there's a bit of additional functionality, like integrations with Slack teams, things like that. But the replacement for the card that's passed around and signed is still sort of the most popular use case of the platform. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting because pre-pandemic, Zenium, the company I work for, we didn't use Kudo Board. We were aware of, I think a, a couple teams like use Kudo Board, maybe just the free version. And then, you know, for anniversaries and birthdays, we'd always decorate people's desks because a lot of our team, like probably 90% of our team is inside the office. So we used to just have a regular recognition or appreciation around birthdays and anniversaries. Well, pandemic happened and it's like, boom, everybody's remote. And we're like, well, how do we, we're not decorating desks anymore because nobody's there. So we then subscribe fully to Kudo Board. And it's been a, a serious game changer because there is a lot of meaningful comments and you know, with the gifts and things that you can add to it, it makes it really fun. And it's public too. That's the cool thing. It's really collaborative, like that card you were talking about. 
Yeah, I appreciate that. You know, I think one of the fun things is, you know, things like work anniversaries, birthdays, they tend to be, you know, lighthearted. People are having fun, choosing GIFs, writing little notes of appreciation. And then, you know, there are the, the bigger things where someone, their parent passes away or it's a farewell and they're leaving after having worked with the team for a long time. There are these larger occasions and you know, Kudobor sort of built where if you want to write someone a few paragraphs in your note, you can. If you want to record a video, uh, you can. And so it gives you these options for, I'd say, like more meaningful, I don't want to say serious, but like more meaningful messages on these bigger occasions. Um, and what we see is, you know, people, when they get their birthday or work anniversary ones, whatever, they'll visit it once, maybe they'll visit again that week. And then they probably won't go back to it again and again. But some of those bigger occasions, you know, the, the farewell, the ones where like people put a lot of thought into what they wrote, we see people going back to them, you know, a year later, two years later, three years later, still visiting, not all the time, right? But like once or twice a year, people go back and like visit them. So there is this opportunity to have these kind of like deeper moments among a platform that is, generally speaking, pretty lighthearted, fun. What's nice about it, like I think once the CUDA board's sent out on whatever event it is, there's a printable version for people. And I think they could even, I always save my PDFs of the kudo boards. And so I can reference those anytime, but some people probably even go as far as printing them and like posting them up around their, their workstation or, or whatever maybe. And I, I think that's a pretty cool feature. Do you see anything creative on that front? Yeah, no, I, I, um, you, we do offer sort of, you can either print it sort of as a poster or you can print it as a book. Um, and most people who print it, it tends to be for those larger occasions, like, you know, they just got a big promotion or they just retired or things like that. One of the cool sort of printing use cases that I can think of. So as I mentioned on our sort of business enterprise plan, we also have the ability to kind of use Kudo Board to give people back and forth shout outs. And you can tag someone in a shout out and they'll get a notification, things like that. Oftentimes, organizations will start a new shout out board each quarter. And we've had some organizations that will actually print their shout out board at the end of each quarter and post that, you know, in the office um, or somewhere public where people can kind of look back at it uh, mm, after the fact. Nice. So that's, again, a little bit of a different use case for the printing, but uh, kind of a cool one that, that so surprised us because we had usually seen printing when it's like being delivered to one individual as opposed to these more sort of back and forth shout out boards. I love that. Yeah, I don't, Aaron, I don't know if you do this, but every time I got like a, a card, whether it's anniversary, birthday, special occasion, or even just like recognition, appreciation, I would stockpile them in literally a physical drawer or even <laughs> like if it's an email or something, I'd put it in a folder. And because it's kind of fragmented, like sometimes I'll go back and look at it. But what's cool about the Kudo board and just tools like that is it's all consolidated into one spot and you can easily view it all in one view and it makes you feel good when you can just if you're having a bad day let's say just pull it up and, and read through some of the comments of the nice things people are saying about you no I, absolutely and that is you know I, I i have the similar i don't want to call it a junk drawer but like let's say the transition drawer yeah, right? <laughs> that my <laughs> that when someone gives me a card i'm like oh this is so nice and first you know i or my wife like will put it on the mantle and then after, you know, a month, it goes into the transition drawer. <laughs> and then, you know, a year later, we're cleaning it out like, oh, okay, this is a while ago, it gets thrown out. And, and you do, it just, it does, you lose it in that way, um, where, you know, digital solutions, whatever they are, you can go back to it, which is nice. And one thing that's, you know, really important to us is, you know, whether you're purchasing kind of individual Kudo boards one off, or, or you have a subscription, if your subscription ends, you decide not to renew, we don't, take away your old kudo boards you can still always access them that's great go back and look at them and there's no you know charge for that there's no ongoing fee it's just kind of like hey you developed this thing while you were using the product you can get to it at any point so 
Did you see an increase in usage during the pandemic? Yeah, really pretty tremendous increase that, again, has sort of continued even as now work has continued to evolve. So now, you know, we, we have about just under 3 million monthly active users on Kudo Board. Wow. So a lot, a lot of folks using it. And, you know, most of the use, not all, but most of the use is workplace related. And so it's really interesting for us because we've been a very product first company where our engineering and product team is is substantially larger than our sales team. What sort of happened is there's enough people at enough companies using it where now we're having a lot of folks in HR that'll keep getting kudo boards or seeing kudo boards. And then they reach out to our sales team and we're like, oh, we look it up. Oh, you have 7,600 employees at your organization that are registered and using kudo board. And they're like, oh my gosh, okay, we need to you know, move over to an enterprise plan and get on single sign-on and right. integrate it with our systems and all that kind of stuff. So one of the things that we're really learning as we're growing is sort of how to now work with these larger organizations um, and what some of their needs are once they do kind of move over from a bunch of their employees using it one-off to hey, we want to have an enterprise-wide plan for all of our you know, 100,000-person organization. It's interesting you said that your product team is bigger than your sales organization because I can tell just based on the evolution of the product, the product's really good. We love it. And that's I don't usually do product features on this podcast, but because I've got a lot of value from it, my workplace has got a lot of value of it. I'm like, got to spread the word somehow because it's really valuable. <laughs> and obviously, you probably don't have a huge sales staff of just hitting organizations like mine trying to sell this product. So I I actually appreciate that your product team's bigger because that means you're constantly trying to make it work really well and add a lot of value to workplaces like mine. So I could appreciate that. For sure. And I, I appreciate you saying that. I mean, I think one of the big things that we always think about is like, how can we build elements into the product that sort of sell itself? And I, I think that's always a little bit of a silly thing. Like nothing really sells itself, but you, you know, there's a natural viral loop in Kudo Board where like I create one for you, I invite yep. 30 people to contribute. Some of those contributors become creators. In a small organization, that stays pretty small because it you know spreads across the set of employees that are there. But what's kind of fun for us and you know exciting for us is when it's a larger organization, it tends to spread very naturally based on that like viral loop that happens after someone you know, creates one, invites a big team to contribute, and then it kind of spreads from there. So a lot of what we're trying to do is just make it a good enough experience so that people want to spread it. And it doesn't ever, you know, you're never going to be, we're not directly driving revenue for an organization. And while we do believe it, you know, increases retention, workplace happiness, a bunch of those other things, we're not all, we're also not immediately cutting any costs for you. So we know it has to be that kind of like delightful experience for it to work and for it to spread. Most of us have received some sort of corporate gift or swag in the past at an event, but how many of those did you end up keeping? Probably not many. That's why you need to check out swag.com for your company. It's the best place to buy custom gifts and swag that people will actually want to keep. Swag.com sent me a custom swag box, and I opened it up and I was amazed at how beautiful the packaging was and how high quality the products were. I can't wait to sign up and send my new employees one of these custom swag boxes. Swag.com carries premium brands like the North Face, Yeti, Nike, and more. And it's all customizable with your company logo and artwork. You can even create custom swag boxes like I just described, and it's full of great branded items, all delivered in a fully unique box. With Swag.com, you can store your swag at their warehouse and ship to individual addresses, or you can set it in bulk to a single location. And it's all easily managed from their free-to-use online portal. So for Transform Your Workplace listeners, Swag.com is offering 10% off your first order. 
but only when you go to swag.com slash TYW and enter promo code TYW10. Remember, for 10% off your order, go to swag.com slash TYW and use promo code TYW10. Now back to the show. Now, as a CEO and a co-founder, I'm sure you're looking at data being a tech firm and all. What kind of data are you collecting on the users, meaning like how they're using it, what occasions, you know, the GIFs that they're using frequently? I'm curious about like what kind of things you're looking at to show like trends or, or anything that like maximizes the ability to use it and get value from it. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a good question. Um, and, you know, we always have to... We want to be always be like really respectful of of users' data. So when totally. and and sort of you know anonymize things, make sure that yeah. we're you know never sharing it. We don't have permission that sort of thing. But I think some some interesting kind of high level trends that we see from a use case perspective, it tends to follow. So so there's this sort of shout outs I mentioned and you know company events that I mentioned. I'll kind of explain what that is in a minute. And those are kind of their own thing that happens a lot on business plans. But but putting those aside and just looking at like the you know, the replacement for the card that's passed around and signed. The trends are pretty similar to what you see with physical greeting cards. So birthdays tend to be the most common, you know, 40, 50% of use is sort of birthday related. And then there's a huge long tail of these other uses. So work anniversary, farewell, thank you, get well, all that sort of stuff. And that that has been pretty consistent from day one. Uh, you know, we've been around for seven years now, so for a while, but that mix hasn't changed dramatically. I think as we've added additional features, it's been interesting to see what people kind of glom onto and what they don't. So an example is, you know, we, we've had the ability for people to select a GIF for a long time, but more recently we created something, and it's, it's a little bit hidden, but it's, it's the ability to create your own GIF where you can like record yourself oh, you know, yeah. waving or whatever else, and then it'll put it on the board. And what we oftentimes see is that it's not used, and then someone on the team will discover it and add a GIF of themselves doing something. And then a bunch of other people on the team will also discover and use that feature shortly thereafter. And so that's sort of one of the nice things about it being a collaborative product is we don't have to like shove every new thing in your face. As long as we make it discoverable enough that one person finds it, that'll kind of spread the word among the rest of the group, which has been kind of fun to see. And, and you know, one thing we just added that has been sort of popular from day one and has been requested for a while is the ability to add a gift along with the board. So a lot of times, you know, I'll use maternity leave as an example. Someone's going on maternity leave and the team wants to put together a kudo board to sort of let the person know that the team will miss them and, you know, can't wait for them to come back and have a great maternity leave, all that sort of stuff. And oftentimes they were separately buying an Amazon gift card for the person. And so we constantly got the, hey, can I do this through kudo board or not? And we, we did just make it available. So oh, that's good. either the, the creator can add that gift card on or, you know, people can each chip in if you want to set it up that way. You kind of have the control over whether you do it one or the other so that then that person can get that gift along with the board itself. And that's another thing that just launched about three weeks ago now, sort of a soft launch. So we haven't even sort of formally sent out an announcement email or anything, but it, it's already a quite a popular feature, which which was good because we put a lot of time into it. <laughs> what are the most popular GIFs out there? Because I'm a frequent user of The Office uh, GIFs. <laughs> and Shit's yes. Creek, too, is popular. <laughs> <laughs> those, are, those are definitely... The Office is big and has been big for a while. I think occasion to occasion, there are some specific GIFs that just come up again and again. So I know that there's a, there's a particular Jim Carrey GIF where 
I want to say it's a birthday one, but he's like opening and closing this door while oh, yeah, 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 that's from Ace Ventura. <laughs> yes, Ace Ventura. <laughs> yes, and I feel like I see it all the time. We actually now we make it so if if I add a GIF to a board, then someone else can't choose that same. Oh, that's GIF. smart. Yeah, because I see a lot of like duplicates. Yeah, so if you don't do that, you're going to get duplicates, and even if you do, you might have someone like go download it from somewhere else and put it on there because they want to. But but one thing that was funny was we did see. A long time ago, before we had that feature to keep people from using the same ones, we saw this organization that whoever got the first GIF on there, then every other person would use that same GIF for the person. So they would have these boards of, you know, 30 of the same Ace Ventura GIF or 30 of the same. And, and we wouldn't have even known about it except they they sent it to us. And like, hey, this is, does anyone else do this? And we're like, oh, I don't know if anyone else does. So it is funny to see how people kind of come together on these things. If somebody wants to make a really meaningful post on let's say whether it's a work anniversary or birthday how would you maximize or recommend people post on there i mean it seems like you're adding features constantly like you're adding the gift card you have the the custom gif where people can record themselves do you have a video feature too where you could yeah so, so you can you can upload a video you can record your own video all that sort of stuff i think the biggest thing is if it is you know an occasion where it makes sense to be a little bit more sincere then the more specific I think you can get, the better. Just because that's, you know, that, that's what people connect to. And you're like, hey, you're great to work with. Like, that's nice to hear. But if you're like, you know, hey, last year when you helped me with this presentation, it was amazing. Ever since then, it's been great to work with you in this, this, and this. Like, going to miss you so much while you're on leave. Like, just giving people those really concrete things that they've done that have impacted you. I mean, I, and again, I, I want to be honest here, Brandon, this, this isn't coming from any like research I have. Right. This is just what I pers- what, yep. what personally impacts me when I hear it. And what we try to do internally as a team is like be really specific with that feedback. And with it's not really feedback, but with that praise, um, because that, that can be really meaningful for folks. What do you think, a, you know, a tool like this, if an organization adopts something like that, whether it's CUDA board or something else that makes recognizing and appreciating their people part of their culture, what kind of impact do you think it's going to make long term? Yeah, I mean, I, the biggest thing is when a company is doing well, so, you know, revenue is going up, opportunities abound, they're hiring new, so you're kind of getting promoted because rising water lifts all ships, all those kind of things, then... Kudo board is a really nice thing, but I think where it makes a huge difference is when there are bumps in the road, and every organization has bumps in the road, I think having something like Kudo board, it doesn't need to be Kudo board, but like having a solution that really brings people together and makes connections is super important because that's what keeps people around when the going gets tough. It's not usually anything other than like they care about their colleagues, they care about making sure that the team as a whole succeeds. And so that's kind of what we're hoping to be used for is to kind of like bring people together and, and strengthen those connections. You're know, particularly now in these remote or hybrid teams, where you just don't have as many opportunities to make connections with people. If you're not spending five days a week, eight hours a day with people, then giving these little touch points can make a big difference, particularly when the going gets tough. How do you see this tool evolving over time? Yeah, it's a, it's a great question. So, and something that we we think about quite a lot. For us, you know, first and foremost is always doing like what can we do really well right now and and how do we improve that? So, how do we become, you know, the best group card out there? But I think we've done a pretty good job there. And now we're sort of thinking, what are other elements of workplace appreciation where kudo board can be used? So, I I had mentioned the sort of 
shout out boards, which is something that's available. And, and again, people can kind of create a board for your team. People give each other these back and forth shout outs. We also have a lot of teams now that have started using Kudo board for events. So I'll kind of explain what that looks like because it's a little bit different. We have one team that, among other things, does a annual diversity and inclusion event with Kudo board. And that has, it has nothing to do with giving shout outs or giving praise. But the call to action on the board is, you know, what does inclusion at our company mean to you? And people can add their posts. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. And we have a bunch of features built on the business plan to allow people to kind of get the most of that. So uh, some examples, like you can turn on likes and comments or turn them off for a particular board. So, you know, if I'm doing a birthday board for you, Brandon, I don't need everyone liking and commenting on every post. That, that's almost a little too much. But if it's what does inclusion mean to you, you really want people to be able to interact with each other's posts. Similarly, you know, for events, we have the ability to turn on moderation. So this particular organization, you know, opens this up to thousands of employees to post. And because of that, they want a little more control over what's going to be there. So they turn moderation on for that particular board, new posts go to a queue, and then they can kind of approve them or maybe make an edit before it goes live or things like that. So there's some various elements that we kind of have in place to allow these company-wide events. And, and there's all sorts of ones. So just to give you some other specific examples, you know, we have one organization that they have this value around being all-in. And so they create quarterly kudo boards about what does all-in mean to you at our organization. And people kind of post what that means or a picture or a video or whatever else of like what that cultural value around being all-in means. Another organization, they have this thing called a pie challenge. It's like a once-a-year thing where they bake a pie, and I'm actually sure of the exact rules, but they bake it, and then they, they must like smash it in faces or something, because I feel like all the pictures are either of <laughs> pies being baked yeah. or pies being put in people's faces. But they, you know, they spread out and people can post it uh, on this event. And I think what's interesting about these sort of event uses is that with something like Slack or Teams, and, and most of our customers, many of them use Slack or Teams, you know, those are great communication platforms, but it's super ephemeral. Like you, you go back and forth on Slack or Teams, and then, you know, things get pushed off and go away. Where with Kudo Board, you know, you have a ton of control. You can move posts around, you can pin posts, you can lock a board when you're done. And so you can kind of create an artifact for this campaign that you're already doing that goes along with it that the next year, you know, you can pull that board back out and reopen it. You can use that to refer back to it. You know, some places will take the slideshow version of the board that they created embedded on their website as a way to kind of show what their culture is like. So there's all these sort of different uses um, that we've sort of seen bubble up over time. I love it. But to answer your question, in short, you know, thinking more about workplace appreciation and what that looks like is sort of where we're, where we're mm -hmm. looking next. Awesome. Well, keep up the good work. I really, um, I do value the product a lot and I think it's, it's really valuable to organizations. Where can people learn more about you or, you know, give Kudo Board a try or anything else you want to share with people before we part? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, best thing to do is go to uh, kudoboard.com if you want to use it kind of for a one-off board or, or if you're looking for more of a plan for your organization or team, kudoboard.com slash business. On the business plan, there's a free 30-day trial. You don't put in your credit card or anything. So you play with it, see if it's a good fit and, and take it from there. Aaron Rubens, he's the CEO of Kudo Board. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Really appreciate it. Absolutely. Brandon, thanks so much for having me.